Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pin. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast. episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Now guys, it is that time again. Another bonus episode of 13 Reasons Why recap with myself and Angelica from a little bit of everything with Angelica. And this time guys, we are up to episode 12. Can you believe it? Only one episode to go. So guys, before we get into everything, let's take a moment out for our sponsors. And I'll be right back. Hello everyone and welcome back to another collaboration episode special with CQP Moments and a little bit of everything with me. Thank you to all our listeners for tuning in again and if it's your first time tuning in we are recapping 13 Reasons Why episode 12 called And Then the Hurricane Hit. As you heard at the beginning of the episode, we are not professionals, and we are here to discuss about the storyline and the characters only. But before we get started, how are you doing, Miss Coupon Queen Pen? I am great. How are you? And I have to say, happy Black Friday. And pre-Cyber Monday. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So gobble gobble is officially over. Bring on the done deal. We the are holidays. we are bring on the holidays. Okay, so I do have to ask you, what is your favorite holiday snack? Um, oh my gosh, this is a tough one. Oh, my favorite holiday snack. Mm-hmm. I love gingerbread cookies. I try to visit almost a lot of bakeries and try different gingerbread cookies because that's like, oh, something like it's so soft and warm and it's just, I love the the ginger to it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like my, my, my biggest treat that I'm looking forward to is uh, gingerbread cookies. Okay. No, actually, believe it or not. My favorite is the holiday popcorn. And as crazy as it sounds, yes, I guys, I know I've said popcorn before, but I really do like popcorn. <laughs> but holiday popcorn is kind of different because it comes in all these flavors and all these mixtures that you don't get during the year. Like, I don't know if they do that there at Target. You can get all these popcorn snack kind of good just mixtures like with pecans and Mm-mm. all kinds of different like cinnamon and chocolate and all kinds of different things no you we don't get it we don't get it here and um with the one last standing target in the country because <laughs> we okay. don't have any more um short story they went bankrupt um it didn't work out here <laughs> walmart was okay. killing it um I got to say in Walmart, you can find this type of popcorn at the Christmas markets. So I'm excited to go and hit up the Christmas markets and kind of see what's up. I know you'll be paying like for a small little Ziploc bag, probably like seven bucks, but Hey, it's part of the experience when you're out there. Yeah, it is part of the experience. It is. It is. I wouldn't mind trying it because you've been mentioning like cinnamon and like chocolate syrup. Okay. Chocolate syrup is a common thing for a lot of people to put on popcorn and it's super good. It's so weird. Like you got saltine sweet combined and yeah poof, we got something good yeah and that's the crazy thing is the salty and the sweet combination it's like yeah so yeah <laughs> but so guys tell us what your favorite holiday snack is I mean yeah. are you like Santa do you like the Christmas cookies like what tell us tell us what you like 
Yeah, for real. This is exciting. And I love the listeners for kind of joining us um, through 13 Reasons Why. We've been getting a lot of great feedback um, from what you have been telling me, uh, the Coupon Queen pin. And also, you guys have been celebrating the holidays with us, too. So this is awesome. I know. know. (laughs) It's, It's like everybody's doing holidays and different things and having fun. So yeah, let's keep it going. But can you believe we only have one more episode left after this? Oh my God, guys, we're actually going to find out. Okay, so what did you think of this episode before we get into it? I was, how can I put it? Some of it was expected, but some of it really was a shock. Some of it was really a shock. Um, I... I say some people kind of got what, you know, should have been done a while ago. And it was when, let's put it this way, when the shock came for me, I was in tears. I was, I was in tears. Yeah. So with this episode, guys, there's some things we're going to kind of, you know, we talk about it before we even start recording um with some of the events that have occurred in the past episodes we don't touch on it as much um so as you notice most of the episodes and stuff that has happened that you've seen on tv we usually kind of hoover over it um we just kind of put like a little bit of a tissue paper and kind of just move on from it or we just whatever we just eliminate it completely um as we're heading into this episode and the other one uh the next week's one because we still got to watch the finale um Really, we want to mainly focus of continue with the storyline, but there's some th- stuff that we can't talk in detail like we've previously right. said before. So there's a lot happening in this episode on top of that because some of the events, I'm just like, oh, damn, someone's getting revenge and there's so much happening and Clay is still right. up in the air. So right. starting from the beginning here, um, we see that clay is on um tony's sofa at tony's boyfriend's house or apartment whatever you want to call it and they're talking amongst each other kind of saying like well you got to start thinking about yourself and you you can't be just be running around all the time and you're dragging this kid over here with you and then tony's defending clay and clay all of a sudden you seem kind of slowly wake up from from sleeping right you know um he's just tony's boyfriend is really kind of like you need to stop what you're doing you need to focus on yourself and stop focusing on other people and i think i mentioned this before last week that you know i think it's caleb his name caleb yeah Caleb, caleb caleb there we go um caleb just i know what he's trying to do is being very protective of him and he really cares about tony but sometimes with these situations how could you like you know to for really you to go back to what has happened it's kind of hard for you to tell somebody you need to just forget about everything and focus on yourself knowing that you are kind of dragged into the situation with all your friends and you just you're, you're just right at this point to protect them right exactly so this is what's crazy is that once clay really hears about this um he, you can tell his mind is like moving a mile 100 miles per minute and mm-hmm. tony and caleb go into another room because i guess they decide let's talk this privately we can't have this conversation at the moment and we see mm-hmm. clay get up as soon as they go into another room and then he's gone he tries to escape yeah he's like running he is he's out of there like he doesn't even know where how or what but he's out of there yeah and now we see Justin being questioned by the Jensen's lawyer to kind of figure out where the hell is Clay? Where did he go? He is missing. Justin has no idea. I still don't know if Justin's trying to still protect um, Clay at this point, or is he really trying to be like, well, um, I, I really don't know. Does he really know? Does he not? What is it? I, I It was hard for me to read him because I kind of felt like he was protecting him, but at the same right. time, he's not sure. So what did you think of his body language when they were really asking him, like, where did he go? How, have you contacted I him? Sure. I wasn't sure on that one either because it's like, 
in a way, I know Clay doesn't really tell people much, but mm -hmm. then you have the whole, is he doing the brotherly thing where he is protecting his brother? So I, I was confused as well. Mm -hmm. I was for really confused on that one as well. And it's really hard for mom to really kind of be like, okay are you sure justin you mm -hmm. can tell me i know um we can we're here to obviously protect the both of you and she's really trying to get stuff out of him but justin at this point like annie says he's really good at his word he would defend yeah. clay until the end and that's what he was doing he will really he really does confess um defend clay and this is where we see Annie being integrated again because now she says, how about Jessica? How about um, Zach? How about um, um, Tyler? How about, she's pointing out these names to them. So I'm just like, we still see once again, Annie being integrated by the police. And we are since the beginning of the, of the season. So she's still narrating parts of it. Um, from then on, we see Clay hiding in the bushes and we see Annie, you know, pretty much like, what the hell are you doing here? You're not supposed yeah, like, to see Yeah, what are you him. doing here? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, Clay had a lot of balls to really come out of the bushes and kind of say, hey, you know, I'm just here because I, I just want to say that um, I don't know if I'll ever be back. And um, she's just like panicking, like you need to get out because this is not safe. We, we can't be seen because like, you know, she's right. got enough and, going on already. And that was the thing. Now, I will say this is the first time we actually see her show some serious feeling for Clay. Yes. <laughs> this was the first time it was like, oh, so she does love him. She is kind of in love with him because she was giving me some really weird vibes. Like it was like, well, yeah, I kissed you, but it didn't mean anything. So, <laughs> but this time she actually, guys, she actually kisses him and means it and tells him in Swahili that she loves him. Yeah. Like what is going on here? So, yeah, that was so crazy. <laughs> what? But then he's still running and he gets a call from Tyler. Yeah. He gets a call from Tyler and Tyler's like, listen, I need you. I need you. I need my friend there. I need some support. And, you know... Clay in his very, the only way he can do, does what he normally does, stops what he's doing, he stops running, he stops deciding to be a fugitive, <laughs> and actually comes back to the school to support Tyler. It's like super weird. I, I thought he was really like on the lam at this point, but no, he goes back to the school to support Tyler. And we see all this stuff like, oh my gosh, there's an assembly. And they start talking about all the stuff that has been, you know, they want Jessica to speak because, of course, this is the assembly that the principal um, put together with the Hillcrest school the school that Bryce was going to during homecoming and he wants Jessica to apologize but he doesn't know that Jessica and her former group have a plan they have a serious serious plan and they're going to bring it out and she she admits that the way she went about things at homecoming wasn't the best idea but it was just one of those things this was 
to me one of the most shocking portions of this episode. And they actually have what I would consider a serious, serious Me Too moment. And people start finding out that more people than they thought were affected. And Annie is narrating this thing and she's saying, you know, it went beyond their group. It went beyond their hands-off group. And it did. It went way beyond that. And I think my most shocking point at was Justin. Yeah. Was Justin. And it was they finally actually it was it was great because actually you saw where not only the students but the coaches the teachers they saw each other for the first time and so after that was over because clay was standing there here comes the sheriff and they arrest clay they arrest Clay for the murder of Bryce. Mm-hmm. And they take him in and it's like, okay, what did you think about that, like that sheriff? <sighs> um, I don't know. I, is he getting paid by Mrs. Baker like to really just arrest Clay and forget about everything else? Um, like, I don't know. There's something fishy with him. Yeah, um, there's something really weird because he was just so determined that Clay, you did this. Like, okay. But even Mrs. Baker admits everybody hated Clay. hated Bryce. He didn't have very many friends. Mm-hmm. So why are you so determined that Clay was the one that killed him? Yeah. I'm trying to think, was he the, one of the officers from the previous cases of Hannah? Like, was he part of that whole thing? I'm trying to think, and I can't remember if he was, um, because he kind of looks familiar to me, but I don't recall. And this is where I kind of feel like, he he's a hundred percent assertive that okay clay's done it because he's been protecting hannah in the first season and the second season and kind of just went crazy about it and it's just like i have a feeling he's just going out to get everyone i think it is i think it is i think he was one of the ones that was beside alex's dad um sheriff standall um that decided you know, that was dealing with the whole Hannah, Hannah, um, case. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that was really it. Now, before we even, uh, before I even touch upon the whole assembly and everything and my opinion about it, um, do you remember before the assembly how Zach Dempsey is in the change room and then all of a sudden he gets a call? I'm not sure. Oh, from Justin saying, um, you know, they, Clay's been, been, uh, he escaped, he ran away, we can't find him. And um, he's just going crazy on the phone with him. And he's just all of a sudden you see Zach in a different tone. Remember, guys, we've seen Zach from like, you know, guys, just, I don't want to hear anymore. This is crazy. Don't get me involved because we're all going right. to involved. Like we're all going to get trapped and we're all going to get in trouble and yada, yada. Then we see him in the middle of the season kind of just like, okay, he's, he's kind of not really wants to be out of the loop, but still in the loop. So, you know, we kind of see him tiptoeing back in. And then in this scene where we see him really concerned about clay, we obviously see Mr. Monty in the background eavesdropping on the conversation. And he was asking about Justin, like, okay, so what was that Justin? Why did he miss um, morning weights? And Zach says, well, 
he had a family situation and Monty, which got me so ticked off is that he says he doesn't have a family. And yeah, that was like, that was such a low blow. Yeah, it was a low blow. Such a low blow. And I'm just like, really buddy? No, (laughs) no way. How could you do this? How could you even say that? So Monty is another a character that I really dislike because he's being portrayed because of, of his upbringing and what he goes through. It's like, he's mm-hmm. just a complete jerk. And he is a jerk. Why? Like, if I get that you're going through stuff, but a lot of people who go through this stuff actually become better people when they separate themselves from the toxicity. So he's still at home i guess he doesn't know how to like be on his own at this point and right. unfortunately unfortunately it had to be you know he has to be stuck there until whatever if he does go to college or not because we do see that character really be you know he doesn't care about anything he puts on this persona and when he's at home it's like the same thing like he doesn't care and it's like okay so what are you doing just leave if you're not happy anywhere go to another school try doing something else like i don't know i don't just because this character monty has really been ticking me off since the beginning and i'm just like wow yeah because even when the when the uh when the guidance counselor last episode she's like well what do you want to do and he's like well i'm just surprised that i'm not filling four classes like i i don't know what i want to do i don't care yeah like dude school is going to be over you need to do something yeah and that persona ain't going to take you far enough because i always tell anyone younger than me who's always asking about how's college and university and stuff it's like listen the people that you went to high school with are not going to be with you in college or university. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to make new friends, new connections, and the people closest to you, you will find out who are your true friends when you graduate. And it's true. The ones so that true. Stick, stick with you for the longest time are the ones that actually care about you and are rooting for you. And you do the same thing back to them. But the people that you thought that, you know, were BFFs, all of a sudden you're not even talking to them. Cause guess what? they moved on they just got out of that scene so that's my thoughts about it i was kind of just like oh my god you're such a jerk why do you have to do that like yeah he's he's like such a he's a butt yeah he is he really is um i'd rather sit in watching annie and robert have a really bad meal and you know take it in a doggy bag than be watching on tv such a dick I'll tell you that. <laughs> yes, I would choose that. I, no okay, I, I give you that one. Yeah, that, that, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but now going back into this assembly that you described, okay, I really liked how Jessica really kind of just, we're not going to do anything crazy. I'm going to speak how I feel and how I felt and how everyone feels. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's make this as a learning experience opposed to being attacking and kind of just be vicious and kind of just be like, we need change. We need this. We need that. So I really like how she really took this situation that she was given to apologize and took it as, uh, let's, let's educate people. We need to let people know what is actually going on because there's a lot of survivors in this room. And some of them are still going through stuff and soon to be survivors or not. Like there's so much happening in this room. And I felt like the writers did a good job to really put this here. And instead of portraying it as I want justice and all this other stuff, it's more like, no, we need to make change and change is now. So I really, it really touched me. And I almost went into tears because I was just like, Oh, I was crying. It, it, I was I was bawling like a baby. Yeah, and if, if you guys cry through this, you know what? It's okay because it seems like we've gone through so much from season one and two and three mm-hmm. to the point where you're just like, we're seeing the light of the tunnel through these characters, and you're kind of feeling for them because it's like, oh my god, 
you know, so much has happened and it's finally becoming apparent that with all these people standing, we can create this change. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen with time. Right. And seeing Tyler stand up and seeing, um, I'm going to confuse the names again. Oh my God. The brothers, uh, Justin, <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking another name and, you know, and seeing another individual stand up that you don't really see the character. Um, we the- actually did see Robbie. We did. We saw Robbie. Um, I think it was season two. Oh, was, oh, see, I don't even remember. You got a good memory. I think it was season two, but it was so brief. And I think even then I was asking myself, why are they showing this character? Hmm. You're on to something. So, yeah, we did see Robbie very briefly. I think it was season two. Um, and, um... It wasn't, it wasn't, if, let's put it this way. It was one of those things that it was significant, but insignificant at the same time, because it was like, okay, this is not one of their friends. So why are we looking at this character? But yeah, we did see Robbie. Yeah. I see. I don't remember Robbie, but good observation. (laughs) I was like, I don't remember seeing him. I really don't. But having this whole, this is, this this opportunity for people to actually really stand up and take the courage. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was very empowering and I, 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 I really do love how they did this and having two schools facing each other face to face. Cause you know what? The other players did a horrible thing um, the night of homecoming and mm-hmm. most of them did above and beyond, which was like unnecessary, not appropriate. And you didn't really have to go that way. But it goes to show you that in most cases, it does happen in real life. And that's the other thing. I love the show um, as well, because they take real life situations and they really want to educate parents. And, you know, I feel like it's a great educational part for parents and also for kids to kind of be aware of what's happening. But sometimes you can't control it. And I get it. But, you know, um, this whole thing was very empowering. So It was. And, and I will say this. Because we didn't have as much of this when we were in school. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is a very big eye opener. So this is like, for me, 13, I know a lot of parents didn't want their children to watch it. But to me, it's like, if you watch it, if you see it, watch it from season one to season three. Yeah. And the reason I say this, guys, I know we're like really supposed to be sticking to the storyline, but the reason I say this is a lot of this stuff is going on Mm -hmm. and you want to be able to see the signs. You want to be able to know if there is something wrong. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad that it should have to come to this, that, uh, uh, a TV show would have to open our eyes to what is going on every day in high schools all across America and probably all across Canada. Mm-hmm. But does it make it any different if we pretend it's not happening? And I say no. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely guys watch it be forewarned, be forearmed, you know, and, and, and that's all I really have to say about that. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with you. I really do. And um, it's definitely educational. Um, and, you know, it's, it's up to the parents' decision to really, you know, right. see it for yourself for the first time. And if you find that your kids, and I'm saying this as a, like, a, I know there's, who I don't know who listens to the podcast. I know I've seen on my analytics, the oldest is 66. So, you know, if you feel like, 13 reasons um can really help you know your grandchildren your children or whoever it's it's you watch it first and then you can make that judgment but yeah um i feel like this a whole assembly was kind of like okay this is like the topping of what is really happening mm-hmm. 
um, what I liked about too after um, everyone was kind of like a sense of relief, like the world was lifted, um, but there is still go- a lot going on um, in the meantime. And of course the arrest of Clay and um, we see Charlie going up to Justin and really kind of saying like, Hey, you know, um, if you need anything, I'm here. You're a super awesome, cool guy. And, uh, you know, you're a really cool person. And, um, but if you need anything, I'm here. And I was just like, Charlie, where have you been? <laughs> like, he's like the sweetest person. We, we really see him just being the sweet, gentle guy. And yeah, he's like a gentle soul. Yeah. And, you know, he hangs out with Monty a lot, but he hasn't picked up any, you know, his traits and his and his nastiness, which I really appreciate that about Charlie because he's really stuck to his own persona and he hasn't changed mm-hmm. anybody else. So I really like that. Now, going back to what you asked me about um, the, the the police officer, I forgot his name, um, what, what, what were your thoughts about him? <sighs> I think that he really has it out for Clay. Mm-hmm. Like, even if he feels as though, to me, it's almost like he feels as though he owes Miss Baker. <laughs> and that's really what it is. But the funny thing is, remember, we find out that the person that Annie is talking to is Officer Standall, Alex's dad. Mm, yes. Because she said, you know, they believe that they have their man, they have clay, they have their man, but you don't believe that. Yeah. And that's when we realized that she's not talking to the officer that arrested clay. She's talking to Alex's father. Mm-hmm. And this is when... Believe it or not, I think the first actual detective work, the first real looking into this case actually starts to happen because he goes back to Mrs. Baker and says, well, who was friends with your son? Yeah. And he finds out that his son was over there um, a lot talking to Alex. I'm talking crazy? to Bryce. Alex was talking to Bryce. Yep. Which now, the other thing is now they are questioning the the drug dealer from the gym. Mm-hmm. And the drug dealer says, "That's not my stuff. I I can't even afford that stuff." <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the funniest part when he's like, I can't even afford that stuff. That's he's like, like that's rich kid stuff. I can't get that. That's like that's like a, a Robert. It's like like a Robert line. Like you know, like I don't even know how to translate it to Robert's lingo because I kind of felt like that should have been like something Robert would say from my mm-hmm. fiance. <laughs> yeah, because it was like. And he's just like, I can't get that stuff. That's rich kid stuff. Whoever gets that, you know, they've they've got a prescription and a couple of doctors. I was like, okay. (laughs) He's like, I get the cheap stuff from Mexico. I'm like, okay, dude. Like, really? Yeah, for real. (laughs) Um, From then on, we see... um, small clip which i don't want to talk about it too much in detail how mrs baker mrs baker is no frig oh my god mrs walker (laughs) mrs walker um and i apologize for earlier if i said baker Baker, it's mrs walker (laughs) yeah it's mrs walker we see a, a, a little clip of them with bryce her and Bryce really kind of having a one-on-one and then we see him get emotionally down. And um, to me in that scene, I was just like, Oh my God, 
I felt like he was finally going to be heard and he was finally going to be opening up to his mom of what really is going on. Mm-hmm. And I felt really bad for him at this point. Right. Now, guys, in season one and two, I did not like this character. Yeah, we thought Bryce was a monster in season one and two. That's really, it was like, <laughs> Bryce sucks. Like, yeah. Like or something. <laughs> for real. I, I, I get it. I get it. That's why I was like, this whole season, I have been so surprised. It's like, Bryce is a real person. He was caring. He was, he was, he helped people. Like what? For real. And you know, from then on, we see um, Alex's dad questioning Clay, really right. asking him the questions, um, what he was doing, what, where was, where are these um, obviously the drugs. You were holding them for a friend who which friend and it's just they really are trying to find the answers and i feel like with alex's dad officer standall it's very like let me just figure out what's going on what's right. with these, these little uh, pieces of the evidence that we have and really ask them opposed to just just asking who did it where you were right. why did you do it and he's more concentrating on the missing pieces Right, but this was the funny thing that I think got me was this actually gets him to search Alex's room. Oh my gosh. Before we even get into that, I just wanted to point out how Charlie wanted to speak with Tyler after the assembly, which I thought it was a beautiful moment. And I, re- I really like to see back his ex-girlfriend and um, I forgot the rocker kid. I know I'm pointing him out like that. Um, I forgot his name, but they were really protective of him and they're really, you know, being friends with him. Charlie comes and he's just like, I want to speak to Tyler just privately alone. And I was just like, oh my God, Charlie. I love Charlie. <laughs> I just want to say that. Yeah, Charlie's the sweetest. Charlie is the sweetest. So it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But I'm sorry I'm going back and forth because I'm just like, oh my God, there's so much happening in this scene. And I know we don't have much there time. Was, there was so much happening. There was just so much happening. It was like, I guess they realized that they they could 90 day us. You know, the reveal had to come eventually. <laughs> but um it it was actually refreshing yeah to see yeah. Bryce in that light to see him like truly truly show that emotion and then when they start asking Clay questions this is where we find the side pieces of homecoming mm-hmm. like well why were you there and he says which he was he was there to support justin um to watch justin play and he went with tony and caleb which we found out tony hates football but caleb played football and so they that's their thing like they enjoy it together Mm -hmm. but tony actually points out that he sees annie who wasn't supposed to be at the game oh this was brutal and clay just goes to look and he realizes that he's been being lied to all this time because (sighs) he sees annie and bryce and they kiss that was like a stab in the back oh my gosh my heart broke i mean i could literally hear the glass because that was like are you flipping kidding me are you kidding me like you know if if you know nothing else you know that clay likes you like why would you go to his arch nemesis and kiss him in a place that he could possibly be but yeah it's like oh my gosh and it wasn't that long but now clay follows her down to the girl's bat cave (laughs) i was like where the heck is this place which looks better than the she shed (laughs) yeah it does so it's like they're they're in this cave and they're like okay and 
bitch. And he starts asking her questions like, well, why did you lie? What? And she's just like trying to defend it in that regular anyway. No, I was just, I was just um, kissing him good luck and telling him I hope that he has a great game. Like, really? <laughs> really, Annie? <laughs> so that that is a good luck kiss? Man, listen. <laughs> and I love the part where she's like, Bryce doesn't mean anything to me. And it's just like, really? He doesn't mean anything to you? Oh, yeah, my this gosh. is and But this is what makes me realize, like, at that point, she literally thought that she could be, and this goes back to something she said in the previous episode. In other words, she is different things to different people. And she thought that she could be one thing for Bryce and another thing for Clay. And the two would never see each other or because in other words, Clay wasn't allowed to come to the house and Bryce didn't really talk to the Liberty kids. So, but no guys, it was bound to happen. And Clay lets her know, like, this is not cool. You're not even my friend anymore. Mm -hmm. And now we begin to see from another perspective, the whole debacle at homecoming. But we also see what happens because instead of Clay staying out of it, he now sees this as his chance to get at Bryce. He sees it as his chance to get Bryce. He gets on that field and he finds Bryce. But Super Justin, to the rescue, stops him and is like, listen, you got to go. You got to go. The police are coming. You got to go. Let, let's not do this. This is not cool. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. And you could actually see the rage in Clay's eyes at this point because he just, he's seeing red. He can't see anything else because he wants Bryce Walker. Yeah, he is in full rage. He is just like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. For some, some part of me is just like, okay, you know that Annie's a liar. You know Annie's lied to you from the beginning. She's right. lied to you about Bryce. She's lied to you about everything. Why? I know you're still in love with her, but the fact that she was literally hooking up with your arc enemy like how exactly. why are you still going after her knowing that she's broken your heart she stabbed you in the back she put a sword through your heart and she like literally twisted it when you saw her kiss in front of like like you know what i mean i can't yeah, even describe but the thing it is, but the thing is even going a few episodes back remember like he said something bad about bryce and then she stopped talking to him yeah she stopped talking to Clay because he was bad mouthing Bryce. Like, uh, no. Like, it doesn't make sense how Clay, this character, keeps wanting to have Annie. If I felt like if it was written differently, okay, this, okay, the event happened. Justin goes and um, goes after his girlfriend to protect her. Then we see everyone going crazy. Now, if Annie wasn't in the picture, Clay could have still gone after him, but he could have helped everybody else on the football team. Right, and I, and I, I think that would have been that would have been more more. It would have been different. It would have yeah. been different, and he was he was not seeing clearly at all. Like it was, it was scary. Like it was really scary how he decided to kind of just like, that's it. I'm, I'm going after him. I'm done. Right, right. And this was the first time, like I said, you could literally see the rage in Clay's eyes. Like I go, and he kept saying like he was going to kill him, and he, it was just like, oh, he just was not thinking clearly. And it was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. 
And so the funny thing is now we see Zach talking to his coach. Oh man. <laughs> and he's like, um, cause this was like out of the blue, like, yeah. Oh, I'm such a bad person and you don't understand. And he no longer wanted to be captain of the football team. He felt he didn't even deserve to be on the football team. So he quits the team. He quits being captain. And he decides that he needs to talk to Alex. Yeah. He talks to Alex and he confesses what I would have never thought he was going to confess. Oh, wait, but before this, let's, let's not, let's, let's take a pause on this. Remember before the game, actually, um, Bryce sees Chloe and Zach together in the hallway as he's right. like saying gives her a hug and it seems like he kissed her on the forehead or something because that's what yeah. it's like because yeah remember Chloe's gone to another school yeah. but she still is there for her friend and she's letting him know like you know I'm still your cheerleader you know mm-hmm. um which was like the cutest thing that they have still have this great friendship yeah it is it's so adorable and then seeing um oh my god his name wow i'm forgetting names today i see <laughs> got got black friday on my mind um <laughs> <laughs> bryce there we go then we see bryce kind of just you know do one of those homer simpson memes or gifts where he just gets back into the bushes because he's just like yeah. a second, what the hell did i just see and he's a bit in a shock which I was kind of like, is a fight going to break out? What's yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I really thought that it was going to be like, oh gosh, now he's going to go after Zach. But mm-hmm. he talks to Chloe and Chloe finally admits to him that she was pregnant and things just kind of didn't work out. And instead of getting angry or being weird, Zach up apologizes you know Zach I mean Zach Bryce apologizes Bryce actually apologized guys to Chloe I was like oh my gosh so but but going back to Zach and Alex so they're talking and Zach finally admits if you guys did not see the episode, there is a large spoiler about to come. Mm-hmm. Zach says, I'm the one that killed Bryce. And Alex is looking at him and he's like, don't say that. Anybody could have done it. Don't say that. You know, people can hear you. And he says, and he tells him, he's like, I'm going to turn myself in. And he does. He goes to the cops. And he turns himself in and he starts telling a story about how right after the homecoming debacle, he followed the bus and went to the pier and saw Bryce and confronted him. And they have this big, humongous fight. And believe it or not, Bryce is upset with Zach over Chloe. Mm -hmm. Zach is just like you're just a jerk and you know he's just like mad over everything so they fight and Zach like breaks his uh, he breaks his leg and his arm and leaves him there he leaves him there and the officers are like you left him there and he was alive i think their reaction to me was comical because they're like so he was alive when you left him and he's like yeah yeah 
and they're like, go home. Because he did not die from you kicking the crap out of him. Yeah. Um, because there's, they're saying something that we did not hear before, which is Zach had water in his lungs, which means that he drowned. He was alive when he went into the water. Bryce had water in his lungs. Yeah. Bryce had water in his lungs. See, it's, it's catching now. I'm starting to not remember. You're getting the, the Thanksgiving, uh, itis. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got the itis right now. So... Rice had water in his lungs, so which means that he was alive when he went into the water. So they know that even though Zach kicked the crap out of him on the dock, he wasn't the one that killed him. Yeah. And so, go ahead. I I feel like this was uh, thrown off. Like my my photos on my imaginary clipboard, a corkboard, is now like. So okay, is I think Zach did it, but really it's not. What the hell's going on here? So guys, yes, if Zach was on your corkboard, you can now take Zach off the board because we know that Zach did not kill him. He beat the fire out of him, but he did not kill him. Yeah, and this was kind of like a revenge because he did destroy Bryce did destroy Zach after he spoke to Chloe. So in that game at homecoming night, he did break his leg or his, yeah, his leg. His leg, yeah, so. he was, yeah. So we're like, ah. now we see, we see um, them send him home and believe it or not, the crazy part is now Annie goes to talk to Jessica. Annie goes to talk to Jessica and she tells her, I'm going to tell you the worst thing I've ever done because you're my friend. And she lets her know the worst thing she's ever done is sleep with Bryce, knowing the things that Bryce has done to Jessica. Yeah. And so Jessica's like sitting there in shock. But in typical Annie fashion, it's kind of like, you know, the funny thing is, it's almost like you have this kind of like, oh, moment. And then they ruin it. Between, um, you know what it is? It's like Team Annalee. They ruin it. <laughs> it's like, because it was like, oh my gosh, she was going to be mad. But now she's like, so what was the worst thing you've ever done like really yeah (laughs) (laughs) you you just you just you just hit her in the head with like an anvil and you're gonna tell her well just yeah so by the way what was the worst thing you've done (laughs) so (laughs) yeah but now we see someone Stand coming to the dock after Bryce got beat up by Zach. And Zach, I mean, Bryce obviously knows this person because he says, What are you doing here? Yeah. And now all we see is shoes and the bottom of pants. We don't know who it is. Now, the funny thing is, they tried to tie it in to Clay but I watched the difference of the stance so I still say Clay is off my corkboard I feel like Clay's been off my corkboard too like okay from when Zach obviously confessed I'm that person that instantly says Zach did it Zach did it (laughs) I'm that person so um obviously it's not zach i don't feel like it's clay but towards the end now when they start the music because they always cue music at the end we see clay and orange so people are probably thinking i was thinking oh my god is it clay again is it clay but i'm like it can't be it can't be like right hearted like yeah where else would he have gone and then we see um uh, was it justin uh was smoking again um, or right. I'm just gonna say smoking. Um, 
then we see Tony. They show us a glimpse of Tony um, taking just the shot glass and just, you know what? I'm going to take a shot of this because I need it right now. And Man, listen, Tony was like, okay, Tony wasn't drinking any light liquor. He's like drinking dark tequila. Like he was really throwing it back. Hello. 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 Throwing it back to you. Hey. Shit. Hey. Cat. Hello? Yeah. So I think that's what it was showing us is that everyone was finding their own way to cope. You cut out completely. You said Tony was drinking some hard liquor. <laughs> yeah, he was drinking dark tequila. And it was really weird because it was just like, oh my gosh. And also, let's not forget this little piece of the puzzle at the end um, of this episode. We see Monty getting arrested. And the first thing he he asked, what what the WTF and what is the charge? So we see everybody trying to get into a real panic and really kind of like it's true like the hurricane hits for them right right it's coming closer to and closer and closer to where like what is going to happen clay's in jail monty's getting arrested um we see annie you know like you said become you know buddy buddy all of a sudden with jessica and we see what zach just did there's a lot happening really a lot happening. yeah it's just like so much is happening and it was just really really crazy it was really crazy it was just like oh my gosh but this is literally how this ends with everybody trying to cope plays in jail monty's going to jail i'm like what yeah. Now, can I ask you something? Yes. Who do you think did it? I'm not sure. I just know right now that it's not Clay. It's not Zach. <laughs> it's not Zach. <laughs> because now I'm thinking, did Monty do it? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and I I was kind of like wow they really messed me up at the end of this episode i don't even know who it is um i had the other thing is that now we do see tyler going through these pictures again again so this is where i'm like monty's on my imaginary corkboard and so is tyler yeah yeah and the thing is like tyler has tried to get past this but we see that everything that's happened within the past year is still really fresh for him he's really traumatized he's really you know well it's not going to be easy for him because the problem is still there as in the past had to come up obviously throughout this whole process and investigation so Mm -hmm. it's really not easy and unfortunately hopefully with season four coming out we don't even know what it's going to be like until we see next week's episode which is going to be explosive and we're going to find so much more happening and i'm just like i i don't know my picks right now is monty and tyler i don't know but we who would wear those types of shoes we don't really see their feet often so right and this is a question because i mean now we're seeing kind of like backup stories we've got robbie we've got charlie we've got uh the girl that i've suspected kind of also too the girl from the girls group yep with the glasses so it's like what is going on (laughs) yeah because at this point where we're finding out we don't know what happened at hillcrest we don't know like we only got liberty's portion of this and we see everyone is so affected so no we just know that two people are off the board and that's pretty much it yeah no for sure and um 
we're gonna have to wait and find out till next week to see how this unfolds but i it's crazy it really is this whole episode is just like oh my god unexpected events and i feel like every episode is unexpected events every episode's been written so well it's been keeping us off our feet consistently if you're one of those binge watchers and have binge watched it and you're just listening to the recaps oh my god i give you kudos because there's so much that has happened and i'm there just is. like how? There how? Is. There is. but they did a really good job on it and they um, did an amazing job they did such an amazing job i mean even just the actors handling everything from that to the camera and the colors and the whole you know it was just yeah kudos to the whole team yeah kudos to the whole team and um I apologize for the mixed match of names. Cause yeah, I'm we just... said we said Baker when we meant Walker. We said Justin when we meant Alex. It was yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> the coupon nice. queen pins got the Thanksgiving itis, and I got the uh, the Black Friday woos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So if you guys are heading out to Black Friday, I don't know, every every Canada does it differently. We usually do it on literally the Friday morning at 8 a.m., not at midnight. Uh, just be safe out there, whatever you're doing. If you can well, online did shop, you hear, do it up. Yeah, but did you hear here what happened yesterday? No. JCPenney started at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, what were people eating? Thanksgiving breakfast? Oh, my God. <laughs> They started Black Friday at two o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday. Wow. Like what what are you doing? Having turkey and stuffing for breakfast and then just said, Hey, let's just head out to the store. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This thing's getting too carried away. It uh, is. It is. <laughs> really getting carried away but there's always uh pre uh pre cyber monday deals and then cyber monday deals so yes and guys definitely i always try to go to one store um this month and right and there's a saturday right before christmas where you just support your small businesses so yeah do small business saturday you find some really great stuff you find some really great things that you can't find anywhere else that is true and um are you doing a live friday i am going to do a live friday lord knows what i'm going to talk about because like you said the itis is kind of kicking my butt but um (laughs) i don't know i don't know i i might i might do like one of those post-game roundups and see what everybody else is doing so yes i am definitely doing live fridays all right perfect and i know this might be late for most of you i did release a black friday um episode on wednesday so um if you're so caught of contemplating listen up and i do only cater to canada to because it's you know it's all the flyers that i could really see um maybe next year the coupon queen pin and i can kind of team up and do a crazy black friday segment and how to get the deals and stuff Um, well i will say this mm -hmm. and i'm letting you guys know before i put it on my page december 6th is candle day at bath and body works i don't know if you guys have that out there i actually saw the commercial for that (laughs) and the candles should be 8.95 the three-wick candle should be 8.95 according to my sources american Mm -hmm. so that is great and if you're like me you received your coupons already for your um 10 off of 30 so guys all that means is buy three candles and some hand sanitizer and you're going to pay about 20 something dollars for all of that. Plus, if you got the free item, you definitely get another item for free. Hmm. So you're getting you're getting like six items for $20. Damn. And those those three wick candles are huge, huge, huge. And they burn for a really long time. 
Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But next year we, we should plan something on doing a, a black Friday. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. Segment. But we're going to have to wrap this up because I got to get into black Friday action while the coupon queen pins got to get rid of her Thanksgiving itis. <laughs> yeah. I've got to get rid of my Thanksgiving itis and I've got to, I've got to pregame for Cyber Monday. So you guys know what it is. <laughs> so take it away like i tell you guys be good to yourselves and be good to each other and that's all we have for now bye guys so guys who do you think did it are you taking anyone else off of your cork board do you even have a cork board i mean there are still so many questions, but like I said, we only have one episode left for this season. So, oh my gosh. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. Also, guys, make sure that you have put in for the giveaway. It ends tomorrow on the 30th at 11.59 p.m. So definitely get in to win. Remember, you just need one picture of what you love to do for fall and... You just also need to know what I call the target symbol. So guys, as always, happy shopping. <laughs>